welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And buckle in because I have my normal announcements. <laughs> uh, today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Fairhaven Health is introduced, they're not introducing this product anymore. It's just here. I keep saying it. It was like a year ago when I wrote stay. this ad copy. Yeah. So it's not, they're not, it's just here. The Sage Personal Moisturizer and Lubricant. And my dog is doing something. Oh my God, he's pulling out all the Fairhaven Health. Oh, he's pulling out all the Fairhaven Health samples right now. He knows. He's like, he's like digging in the box with his paw and trying to pull it out. Oh my, oh my God, God, that's funny. Uh, let's see. We'll hear more from our sponsors later, but our sponsors make this podcast possible. So if you need anything, head over to our sponsor page at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and see if you can give them any of your business. And while you're there, scroll down, enter your email address, and we will send episodes straight to your inbox every week. And don't leave without checking out our shop page and the cool uh, merch that Diane and I designed ourselves. Uh, and we are on Patreon. And um, oh, crap, I need to pull up the uh, shout outs. Um, I guess I'm going to have to find some way to be more organized about these shout outs because it's just going to get kind of long. Um, yeah. But for now, I can read them all. Um we would love to have you over there. Uh, Patreon is a, a website, I guess, kind of outlet, whatever, where you can choose between different tiers of benefits. And we have, um, when you sign up, you get sticker, stickers sent to your home. We have mini pod, extra mini podcasts um, available, tutorials, things like that. An extra ad-free episode. Um, also, live Q&As. It's super a lot of fun, and a lot of people have joined us there, and you should join us there, too. We have um, Kristen W., Kate A., Elizabeth P., Mackenzie C., Hannah, Sarah U., Jessica M., Sarah, Ellen A., Michelle, Kayla, Elia J., Kimberly D., Deanna J., Holly U., Christina P., Meredith D., Megan A., Stephanie H., Haley N, Kelly H, Amanda M, Madeline M, and Stephanie S are all joining us over there. And it's great fun. Um, so you can actually, right under the episode that you're listening to, I put the link in the top, right at the top. So you need that direct link in order to find us. So click that. You could check out the benefits. Um, and we're still hosting our ongoing giveaway of. Um, reviews so if you uh give us a review or stars or whatever anywhere on the internet you can send us a screenshot and we diane will send stickers and thank you for nursing in public cards um just send the screenshot and your address to badass breastfeeding podcast at gmail.com and i do want to say before i do the review um the Stickers that we're sending for review are different than the stickers that we're sending for Patreon. So I just want everybody to know that because I don't want people to on Patreon to be like, I want these damn well, same old stickers. Are they? They're not different right now. Well, they're going to they're going to be a little they bit. different. They might be different, but I mean, yeah. I'm sending just the podcast ones. Yeah. Um. Eventually, they're going to be a little different. So yeah, we're going to update them, and yes. then yeah, but um, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's super fun. <laughs> 
It and is who could? Do, I mean, like you can't have enough stickers. Stick them around town. I know. Stick them on your water bottle. Stick them on your partner's water bottle. Your friend's water bottle. And the the stop sign at the end of your street. That's true. The stop the sign. Light. I mean, there's always stickers around. I don't know about Rochester, but there's always stickers everywhere here. Little announcements. Little like yeah. things. I have that's one on my idea. window. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> oh, all right, I'll have, to, I'll have to. I don't know. I'm slacking over here. Yeah, you I'm could like, just stick stickers anywhere. They're like it's like uh, advertising, you know. Yeah. Oh, all right. I'm gonna start doing that. <laughs> all right, I have our review. I'm a new listener to this podcast, and you ladies are amazing. I've breastfed all seven of my kiddos, and I'm currently breastfeeding my four-month-old, and I can relate with a lot of things said in this podcast. There isn't a whole lot of education or help when it comes to breastfeeding or different things that happen during. It's all trial and error. I believe it's not going to be the same every time. A lot of women are being discouraged to this day when it comes to breastfeeding your baby and co-sleeping, and all of us women need to stick together. First of all, You've got seven kids that you breastfed. You are the amazing one. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like that is fantastic. And you're right. We do need to stick together because I do feel like there is just so much. I just got an email. I want to say last night, but I, I answered that this morning from a listener who said that she had listened to our um does breastfeeding make them needy episode and how helpful that was to her because her mother in law was giving her a lot of pushback on you know, the baby being fussy and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And she shouldn't be sleeping with the baby and, you know, just like things like that. And it's like, we need to stick together and like encourage each other and support each other and answer each other's questions and, you know, all of that. And that's one of the reasons why we started the Patreon was to have that community where we could do that one out, you know, one-on-one if we wanted to. And it is just like, you just, we just need, it's so it's we're so lacking in support just overall that we just need to help each other that's true that's the Mm -hmm. only way it's going to happen because i I mean the system's not going to change anytime soon no no and i just it reminds me of those commercials from ages ago about like the mommy wars remember how big that Uh was for a long time and you know and it's still a little bit like that just because of social media you still see that sometimes and it's like oh god we just need to we're all here for the same purpose we just need to stick together so thank you so much for sending that to us. And um, we are going to talk about some benefits today and fussy babies too. I all think different we're, kinds of benefits. Yeah, all different kinds of benefits because we always just talk. I guess I just kind of, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, everybody knows why it's important, right? Everybody knows why breastfeeding is important. It just is. Yeah. But maybe not. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, it's like, okay, I think it's important, but like, you know, we can break it down. I mean, we can break down the health benefits because we always talk about how beneficial it is for the baby, right? Yeah. It's so much, it's so beneficial for the baby, but we don't talk about how beneficial it is for parents. For the breastfeeder physically. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's science to support, you know, physical benefits. And then we have, you know, the family, just quality of life benefits. Yeah. And so where should we start? What do you have? You go. You tell I, us have, you I have a few things. There's one. I don't know if I should talk about this first or if I should talk about it after. So I, I did find a few things. I mean, we do know the, the benefits of baby for babies. Right. Um, but there are some that I think people maybe don't know or maybe aren't aware of. And we always say like, oh, it's great for their 
you know, for their health. Right. Uh But do we know why? Like, do people really know why that is? And it is because your babies are getting the immunity immediately, you know, as they're, as they're nursing, they are getting immunity immediately. And that's why we always say like, continue breastfeeding if you're sick or if your baby's sick, because your milk will change to accommodate them to keep them healthier. So that kind of stuff is, you know, is really why um, we say that risk of sudden infant death or reducing the risk of sudden infant death syndrome. Um, The research shows that breastfeeding as little as two months cuts the risk of SIDS in half. Um, Breastfeeding allows babies to feel close to the home base that they've known while in the womb. Hearing your heartbeat and feeling your warm skin will help transition from the inner world to the outer world. That is one of those things that we don't talk about very often. Like, yeah, babies are born and everybody goes, oh, the baby's fussy because they want to eat. The baby's, you know, needs this, yeah. they need that. And it's like, babies just need to be close to you, you know, and I, we really don't get that, that piece. And I do that piece of educating all the time when I see parents of brand new babies, because we just, we just aren't thinking that we're in this like fight or flight survival mode where it's like, okay, the baby's fussy. They just, they didn't get enough to eat. They're fussy. There, there's a problem with the milk. There's, you know, this, they're fussy at the breast. So the milk's not coming fast enough for them. And it's like, your baby just wants to be close to you. A lot of times that's why they're fussy. If you're, if they're not close to you, that is why they're fussy. A lot of the time it doesn't have anything to do with what you ate yesterday or what you ate this morning, you know, Um, a lot of that is that just to be connected to you, um, cluster feeding. And we, we do have an episode on cluster feeding that we did a while back. Like a lot of just the basis of cluster feeding is that connection to just being close. And that's really important for babies. It's really important for them to develop their everything, you know? Yes. Um, we also know that, you know, it it helps with allergies, ear infections, stuff like that. So with parents, with the breastfeeding parent, these are some of the things that it can help reduce for them. Risk of developing osteoporosis. This piece is important because you hear all the time that people say that it does not prevent this. And hmm. honestly, who the hell breastfeeding a baby that is thinking about osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is like a freaking, you know, over, I want to say over 60, over 70, whatever. Right. You think like, that's not something that you have to worry about. Like that's an old right. person disease or problem. Right. Like that's something that creeps in as you get older, which is true. It's something that creeps in for the most part as you get older. Nobody's thinking about that when you're breastfeeding. Oh, this is going to help me with osteoporosis. Like nobody's thinking about that. But one of the reasons why people think it's not is because people think that when you're breastfeeding, it like seeps the calcium from your bones. Oh yeah. But for some reason, it actually works in the reverse and helps to prevent osteoporosis. Your body's just amazing. It's almost like our bodies were supposed to do this. (laughs) Whoa. It's not so. Yeah. I remember my mom talking about this once and she was like, I can't remember somebody having health problems or something like that. And she was like, she was like, yeah, I I can't remember if she came up with this or she heard somebody say this. And she was like, if you like, if you don't use your body for the things that they're meant to be used for, 
like you can end up with like problems. Like if you're not, you know, if you're, if you're just, if your body's not going through the things that it's expecting to go through, like for people with a uterus, you know, like it's used for having a baby and then breastfeeding. And, you know, it's like there's increased risks of not using that for that reason. I think, and I'm not saying that, you know, I'm trying not, and that sounds really judgmental and um, I don't mean it to sound that way. I'm just repeating what my mom said and it made me think like, it's interesting because like our bodies are meant to do these things. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's where we get like the next couple of ones, the reducing the risk of breast cancer and reducing the risk of ovarian cancer. And it's like, that's kind of, we know that if you, if people that don't have children, the risk is higher than people that do in breastfeed, you know, or people that do have children and, choose not to breastfeed, which is absolutely their choice, the risk of breast cancer, they don't get that reduction in risk of breast cancer. Yeah, right. So we know, and this is a big thing. And this came out like, I don't know, this is a, I want to say it's fairly new. And when you say fairly new in the medical world, you're talking like 20 years. Yeah. But um, it is one of the newer things that they have found was that all of these benefits for, you know, for cancer. And if you are somebody who has breast cancer in their family line, this could be a really important piece for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, and the numbers, I mean, I don't have the numbers right here. I should have and I don't, but, um, it can be pretty significant and it does help prevent those cancers for your babies as well. So it's really important. Um, production of oxytocin. Now we know that your body produces oxytocin anyway. Uh, it is a hormone. Your body produces it. Um, you know, it, there's certain times it, that it is present. It's the love hormone. It, it's present during childbirth. Um, it's what's helping with those contractions. It is like, you know, the skin to skin helps to, you know, bring out that, that oxytocin as well. But breastfeeding, whenever you breastfeed your baby, that oxytocin is present. And one of the things that I read, which I thought was so cute, is like, this is, it's helping you to be that loving mother. It's helping you to be that parent that is very, um, that is attached and that is, you know, responsive. Yeah. Even That's where that oxytocin. Again, even your body knows how hard this is. It's mm-hmm. like, here, let me give you a little drug. We're gonna give you some drugs so that to, pu- to pep you up a little bit to help you through this difficult time. Yeah. Yes. Now, there's one that I want to talk about. I don't even know if we should talk about it now because it's going to be quite a conversation. I feel like, but um, or if we should do it after our break. I could. Why don't we just do a quick ad break and then we'll come back and yeah, and then we'll do it because I definitely want to talk about it. Okay, for sure. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health and the Sage Personal Moisturizer and Lubricant. This is the newest, I don't know anymore if it's the newest product in their vaginal care and comfort collection. It's at least a part of it. Maybe I could update the ad copy, Abby. Maybe you could do that. (laughs) (laughs) This line is a line of products designed to support vaginal health through every life stage. 
Sage is designed to replenish your natural lubrication and provide temporary relief from vaginal dryness. While vaginal dryness is common in older women, there are a handful of other factors that lead to vaginal dryness. Breastfeeding, antidepressants, some fertility and cancer medications, stress, and even exercise. As with all their vaginal care products, Sage is made with est- without estrogen, parabens, glycerol, or coating oils. Check out Sage and the other vaginal care products at fairhavenhealth.com. That's F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com and use code BADASS for 15% off of your purchase. And our sponsors and the promo codes can always be found in the show notes under the episode that they're sponsoring <laughs> and also at Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. Um, at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you'll also find all of our other episodes and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. Yes. Okay, so this one, this used to be a big one that we would talk about for a benefit of breastfeeding, like when I would do um, prenatal classes and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But it's become very controversial, and that is saving money since breastfeeding is free. And now it has become almost like if you try to say that, the internets explode on you. They don't like that. Let's just go ahead and say that nothing's free. True. You know, nothing's absolutely free. But by comparison, I mean, you're not investing, you know, money in formula and bottles and everything else. And that's why that's sad. And nobody, Mm -hmm. when we say breastfeeding is free, nobody is trying to take away your time because everybody's like, oh, all the time that's spent. It's like, yeah, there's definitely a lot of time spent. the same amount of time that's spent with formula too. I think it's less. Honestly, when you consider like washing all the things and, you know, all of that. Um, But it's, that's the time that you're spent parenting. That's why I don't, I don't understand this, this whole argument because people are like, well, it's, you know, it's time. We shouldn't, we shouldn't act like parents' time is free. And it's definitely not. We know that. But feeding your baby is a parenting thing. Like, well, yeah. And you're going to be parenting for the rest of your life. So, yeah. I mean, You've already dedicated yourself to these hours. This is it. This is what it takes. Yeah. So why is so everybody not get like, so mad? There's not like a free option in parenting. Like if you decide oh. to have children, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, don't say breastfeeding is free because of my time. Well, you, but you're parenting. So that. Yeah. So, that's why I don't understand. Like when we're talking about it here, I feel like it's so simple, but people really freak yeah, out about this. People get really mad about it. Well, oh, well, that's, you know, whatever. But when you, when we think about, especially now that, you know, pumps are covered a lot of the time, pumps should be, at least in the United States, I don't know about anywhere else, but, you know, if you need a breast pump, it is covered in the United States. Um, I don't know what they do in the rest of the world regarding pumps. I don't know, but we cannot pretend like the United States has something better than other countries in supporting parents. So I'm sure there's something. So if you're listening... From a different country, which we know we do have a lot of listeners in other parts of the world, we would love to know what your yeah, country let does us know. for pumps. Yeah, what country yeah. you're in or what continent, if it's if it's similar across your continent, if you are aware. Um, and we can tell everybody, because I don't know if really anybody knows 
uh, we all know the healthcare situation in the United States. But I have friends, you know, I went to the International School of Amsterdam. So I have a lot of friends around the world and I talk to them. And even then I'm telling people a lot about the American healthcare system to their surprise. You know, <laughs> they're like, oh my God. You know, because like they already know America is like the big bad bully. Um, but even as much as like people know about the United States, they don't even know the extent of this healthcare system. Yeah. Anyway. So while we're talking about controversial things that breastfeeding is a benefit for, let's talk about weight loss. Because uh, mm-hmm. this is something that people throw around all the time and say, oh, you're going you're gonna to lose more weight when you're breastfeeding. That's not true for everybody. Not everybody has that benefit. It's not even the same for every baby. No. I mean, when I had Jack, I mean, this is anecdotal. I understand. But it's also my experience. Um, I, when I had Jack, I was like, my, fr- my friend got fired from her job right around um, the same time. And so she was just coming over all the time. We were going out to restaurants and I got really into the... Um, egg burger you know you have a burger i don't eat meat anymore or anything but you put a burger and you put a fried egg on it oh yeah my son anyway oh my god i was freaking eating everything and i lost (laughs) more weight than i had started you know like i lost more than the pregnancy weight and um then with exley nothing i weighed the exact same with exley as the like i had him and then weighed myself or somebody weighed me or maybe not. Maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. But I weighed the same six months later. The exact same. It is different. It's just different. And I mean, it it's must different. have been with Jack. It must have been, you know, just the way my body was responding to the breastfeeding or, or maybe or maybe it was completely unrelated, you know, because sometimes people do that, too, where it's like, oh, well, this happened while I was breastfeeding. So therefore, it's because of that. And and maybe it's not. Right. It might not. Yeah. It's yeah. just, I was younger and maybe I was more active, you know? Yeah. It's, um, I don't know. Cause mine, I feel like I lost the weight, but with the twins, I was breastfeeding all the time. So that's a whole different story. But for some, I do know that some people say this was not a benefit for me and I wanted it to be. So yeah. that's something that I try not to throw out there as being like, yeah. Oh, this is a benefit for you because it might, not be some yeah. people don't lose the weight until after they stop breastfeeding and that's that's true that's yeah. just how their body responds that's just hormones it's all hormones. yeah it's all hormone stuff um this was a new one that i that i read that i wasn't that i hadn't seen in a, on other websites women um who have women have a decreased risk of iron deficiency anemia while nursing um which i think is important yeah. because a lot I've of times you come out of childbirth with anemia or with, you know, a lot of blood loss and things like that. Yeah. Um, one of the other thing that we, you know, we don't talk about a whole lot. Um, endometrial cancer is another one. Mm-hmm. We did, we did mention about like breast and ovarian cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, but endometrial is also diabetes is another one. Mm. Diabetes is something that also your body is more protected from when you are breastfeeding, especially like, cause the risk, if you have gestational diabetes, the risk of you getting diabetes later on in life is higher than somebody who doesn't have gestational diabetes. Mm. However, if you're a breastfeeding parent, that is more protective. So, um, you know, so that is, that's another one that's like super important. Um, 
Using breastfeeding as a birth control option is another one that doesn't work for everybody, but is a really important benefit to a lot of people. So that is something that's like, you know, can really be important, especially in other parts of the world. We see this more, I think, in other parts of the world where breastfeeding is like pacifiers aren't necessarily being used as much and breastfeeding is is very, very frequent. Um, you see that, you know, that this is a case. The more you are breastfeeding in that first six months of life, breastfeeding through the night, breastfeeding, you know, throughout the day, um, not using pacifiers, you know, things like that. A lot of times that will protect you from ovulating because of hormones. Um, but in our country where we go back to work, very, very early, we tend to introduce bottles earlier because of that, which can, you know, totally get in the way of that whole process. And a lot of parents do find that they get their period back after they go back to work because they are doing more pumping and less actual breastfeeding because of just because of returning to work. So that is also a benefit that's always thrown out there Mm -hmm. that might not be a benefit. So it's like you do have to be a little bit more cautious. Um, when you return to work because you aren't, or if your baby starts sleeping through the night early or something like that, which doesn't mm-hmm. obviously happen to a lot of people. But um, the reason why it works is because if your baby is breastfeeding a lot during the day, every couple hours during the day, through you know, overnight, they're still breastfeeding, um, you are, your hormones are going to keep you from ovulating. But once that stuff starts to change, you might find that you're ovulate and then you get pregnant and then you're going, what? I thought breastfeeding was supposed to be, you know, protect me from this. It's like, yeah, not sometimes always. it, yeah, not always. Um, so I found this really cool study, which was done. I want to say Indonesia it was done in Indonesia and it was about, um, it was about like having exclusive breastfeeding and why it doesn't happen there. Um, or why it doesn't happen with, you know, not there, but like with certain, you know, families or whatever, just like here, just like anywhere in the world, there are certain people who do not, you know, that the education is lacking about exclusive breastfeeding. And we don't know why it's so important where people are just like, well, I can just give other things and it's fine. Um, the exclusive breastfeeding piece really doesn't matter all that much. And I definitely see that here, even where people are like, what, what is the big deal? You know, I can just supplement and it's really, you know, it's fine. And if you have to supplement, there's no, that's not like, that's not what we're talking about here, right? That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about like, oh my God, formula is so evil. Don't ever give it. It's going to totally screw everything up. That's not what we mean. We mean, if you're able to like breastfeed your baby, these are the benefits that go along with that. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that they found was that people felt, people felt like if their baby was fussy, it was because of breastfeeding. That was one of the big things. Mm. If, if they thought their baby, if their baby was fussy, that's what it, that was. What the problem was, they weren't getting enough milk. They weren't getting enough food. So then they started giving the mother food, and started just introducing them to. And they're not even talking about formula here. They're talking about like actual food, food um, with younger babies. They're just like started giving them food. So it really is. We link that fussiness to feeding everywhere yeah like it's not even just like oh, okay this is what we feel like in our country and here in the united states because we see this happen all the time here all the time my baby's fussy it must be the breastfeeding yeah 
it's not even here. It's all over the world that, that we think that, that people think that. I mean, it's just yeah. like, it's, it's not like if your baby is fussy, we need to look at other reasons. We need to look at other things and figure out like, okay, what is going on here? Is it a feeding issue? Is it just your baby being your baby? Like sometimes it's just your baby being your baby. Usually it's just the baby being a baby, but we're so, we are so tuned into the babies. It's like freaky when they're fussy. Yeah. Um, other parts of the world, which is like so, um, so interesting to me other parts of the world have different problems that we don't have here um and when i say here i mean in you know um first world you know first world countries where you have clean water developed nations yeah developed nations yes or you have clean water and you know you have things like that where Breastfeeding, it's like, okay, if it's, you know, if you need a supplement, it's not a big deal because the water's clean and the formulas, you know, you don't have the risks that are there in other countries where you don't have that. Um, there's also a lot of like one of the things that they were saying in the study from Indonesia was how, how high the risk of childhood death still is in the mm. first year of life. You know, infant mortality due to things like dehydration and diarrhea and things like that, that we don't see happening as much in developed countries. Yeah. But that is the reason. So when we look at the WHO, you know, the World Health Organization, which is tells us like, we want you to breastfeed exclusively for two years. Well, you can't breastfeed exclusively for two years. Your child's going to be starting to eat food. But, you know, breastfeed exclusively for the first six months of their life. And then after six months, you know, they can start having food and other things. But the reason why they they talk about that being such a life-saving thing is because there are so many parts of the world where babies will die if they don't have human milk. Right. And we just don't consider that here. We never think, we just don't think about it like that. But that is very, yeah. very true. They will, b- babies will die. The The risk of death is a lot higher for them if they don't have human milk. And I think that one of the statistics that I saw not that long ago was like 800,000 babies a year will be saved if the if we just breastfeed. Yeah, I mean, we do have a similar situation of that in in our country as far as the disparities between white babies and black and brown babies, where mm-hmm. bre- these babies are breastfed less and die at a five times the rate as white babies. Right, they do. Yeah, they absolutely. You know, and 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 that is why there's like Black Breastfeeding Week, and that's why there's all these breastfeeding av- Black Breastfeeding Advocates coming out and saying like, wait, this is this is you know this is something that because there's such a history of you know of of breastfeeding being something like during times when people were enslaved, breastfeeding you know the white families' babies and their babies being taken away. And so that became this kind of thing in, in the black community where they were like, we're not going to do that anymore. We don't do that. Um, and so now I was kind of trying to come back now and saying like, wait, this is going to save our babies. This is going to, you know, our babies are dying. You know, this is something that's going to save our babies. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, we see that. There is a push for um, for black lactation consultants too. 
Yeah, yeah. You see that because we're like so lacking. Very, yeah, they're very lacking in black lactation. Very lacking. Um, so whenever I get somebody that you know tells me they want to be a lactation consultant, um, and they're a black parent, they're black, you know, they're a black mom. I really enjoyed breastfeeding. I want to be a lactation. I'm like, oh yes, we need you. Like it just, it's so important. Um, it just is so important. Yeah. So a couple of the other things, and this came from. Oh, I don't know where this is from, but this is like, they talk about some different benefits. Um, breast milk helps to regulate healthy bacteria in the baby's gut. Fewer cases of ear infections, bacterial meningitis, urinary tract infections, late onset sepsis in preterm babies. Um, encourages skin to skin contact and nurturing, working to soothe and comfort the infant. Babies just, and it is amazing to me. Like I had, saw a baby doing this the other day where they were just, there were a baby that was just really uncoordinated, was really struggling to, you know, to get their feeding going. Mm-hmm. Um, very like wiggly and moving and, and just was really difficult pulling on and off and pulling on and off. And once we got him settled and he was like against mom's skin and was, feeding well just the relaxation was is just amazing how obvious that is Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. just how calming it is for babies to be that connected to their parent Um, it is just fascinating to watch them do because it really is Um, colostrum contains high amounts of carbohydrates protein and antibodies and it has yet to be replicated as formula yeah. Um, we know that formulas, you know, given a lot in the hospital, um, a new thing just came out recently st- from state to state. So again, this is a United States thing, but like different breastfeeding rates and, you know, breastfeeding like report card type thing for every, for each individual state. And I looked at New York, um, because of course that's where I am. So that's what I was looking at, but 24% of the babies in New York state are supplemented with formula in the first two days of life. Mm-hmm. Quarter of the babies are supplemented with something that cannot be replicated. At least with, with breast milk, some, there are some parts of formula that have tried to, you know, copy what is in breast milk. We know that that's not possible to copy everything that's in breast milk. But they do try to at least mimic that a little bit. But with colostrum, it can't happen. They they have not been able to do that. So when your baby is getting formula in the hospital, when you have colostrum, they are not getting that benefit of colostrum, which is super important to have. Yeah. Um, we have more? to a higher IQ. I do have one more. Okay. Two more. Risk of obesity. It reduces the risk of obesity. Um, later on in life. And we do know that babies that are overfed, which happens a lot with bottle feeding, and those babies are overweight as infants, they are more likely to be overweight as children. Um, and one of the other things that I saw too, when I was like Googling in, in Google Scholar, I was um, trying to find like fussy babies with breastfeeding. The thing that kept coming up over and over again was kids that were f- fussy eaters. Picky eaters, oh, uh-huh. because when they are breastfed, they tend to be less picky eaters later on in life as well. Mm-hmm. So I thought that that was really interesting. That that's the thing that kept coming up was yeah. you know fussy eaters. Um, but that's kind of the the 
bottom line of what I have. Did you have okay. something that you I do? To? Yes, I have a lot of things. Oh, I'm sorry. You no, okay. interrupted me earlier. No, it's fine. It's fine. I can go quick okay. because I found this um, really cool thing on Kelly Mom. It's just like this little handout. It's like a, it's like a little, maybe it's a PDF or something, and we can put a link to it, and you can print it out, and whoever has something to say to you can just be like, here, <laughs> you can read this on your own time because you know you clearly don't understand. But it goes through a lot of the things that we already talked about, but. Um, some of the things that we haven't talked about is just like how much time you say, maybe we did talk about time saving and how much, um, you know, how much less time breastfeeding takes, um, to deal with than, um, bottle feeding. Um, but it also helps build your confidence as a parent. I mean, we, you know, I think we can all kind of relate to this, that, you know, we go through a whole transformation i think when we're um nursing our children and i and i would i would attribute that to nursing you know yeah. learning about what my body can do and um you know forming that bond and stuff that we talk about with our babies is something that goes into building that that self confidence as a parent and a person um mm-hmm. there are um okay we talked about the health benefits we did not talk about the dental benefits because oh, we love right. to talk about how much breast milk causes cavities. However, breast milk protects against cavities. Mm-hmm. So that is not true. You're actually helping your baby's dental situation and the jaw development of the breastfeeding motion is something that is uh, important for baby's you know, development of their jaw and those mm-hmm. facial muscle muscles that's very um, true yeah and uh let's see where was the other one that we hadn't talked about oh going out going out is a lot easier as a breastfeeder you don't have to carry all these bottles around you don't have to carry you know your formula you don't have to find a place to try to warm it up you don't have to you know deal with all of that carry that stuff around mm-hmm. you could just go i remember my favorite thing and when i was nursing jack i just had jack and um i would put him in the carrier i would put a couple of wipes in a ziploc bag a diaper in the ergo zipper pocket mm-hmm. and i would go i have my keys my wallet i would fit anything in there and i would walk out the door Yeah. And like, that's it. That's all I needed. Because all he needed was me. And all I needed was my keys. (laughs) You know, that's all. So we would just go and I'd hop on the bus and I'd go all all over the city and meet up with friends and stuff. It it was, it was really cool. Uh, Let's see. Okay. So then the other thing that I started thinking about this last night there is, you know, beyond just uh, the physical and the kind of the day-to-day things that we talk about, there are benefits that go, we did a whole episode on environmental effects mm-hmm. of breast, of formula and breast versus breastfeeding and the amount of water and plastic and, you know, the resources that are depleted to make formula has a huge effect on our environment. Yep. Uh, 
and our family, just our family situation. You know, it's so stressful when you have a baby who's fussy, has a hard time going to sleep. And I know we already talked about all of that fussiness, but like just the effects that it has on your family relationships. Yeah. Just being, having a baby that's crying less, that can go to sleep easier, who can, you know, be calmed in that way. And then as your baby, not really as they get older, but, um, you know, yeah, as they get older, as they, as they get older and they start walking around and they start interacting with the world and breastfeeding is just the solution to absolutely everything. You fall down, breastfeeding. You, you know, you're upset about something, breastfeeding. You're tired, Mm -hmm. crabby, breastfeeding. It's just for, are you sick, breastfeeding? Like it's, it, yeah. I remember as just because I nursed my kids a really long time. You know, everybody knows by now that Jack was six and a half and Exley was five when they weaned. And it was just the answer to absolutely everything. It was always the solution. And that's just easier mm-hmm. than having to, you know, try to figure out uh, all the other things, all the other ways of calming your baby. I know, yeah. And I don't know if we talked about this. Did we talk about the the sleep? Like there's actually there's actually been research done and it's breastfeeding parents in general get 45 more minutes of sleep per night. I know people probably don't believe that, but it's true. It is true. I know it doesn't feel like it, but it is true. And there is Uh, some research to show that babies that breastfeed before bed sleep better. As well. Right. Because as melatonin. Not even just a bottle before bed, but just, you know, a bottle of breast milk before bed or anything like that. Breastfeeding before bed because they get that calming connectedness, which just solves everything. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it really, it really does. It helps to calm them. So, yeah. I think I made it through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I think I made it through. And, and putting your baby, because people think like, oh, you know, nursing your baby to sleep, it's bad for their teeth, it's bad for their long term, it's a bad habit, da, da, da. That's, it's no, they're actually, baby, the reason why they fall asleep on your breast so easily is because they're supposed to. <laughs> That's where they are wired to be calm enough to sleep. Yeah. That's just how it is. It's not a bad habit. It's not any of that nonsense. No, it's not. So I know that like... This is might be, you know, common knowledge to a lot of people, but sometimes I think too, when we're, when we're having a bad day and we just want to, you're just like touched out and just want your body back and you just don't feel like doing this anymore. Sometimes hearing some of these little benefits can be super helpful to remind you of like, this is, this is one of the reasons why we're here. This is one of the reasons why we do it, why we do this, because there are so many things that it does for you other than feeding. Yeah. I just feel like this feeding machine and that's all yeah. you're good for. I'm just a big pair of boobs to my baby and that's it. Actually, no. <laughs> that's kind of true, not. But, it, uh, <laughs> but there's a lot of benefits to that. <laughs> yes, there is. So that's it. Well, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.